Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for a gift for your paranormal love and friend or family member? Then check out our online store at our webpage at scprai.org. We have t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and tote bags. A portion of the proceeds go to funding our team and updating equipment. This is the South Carolina Paranormal Research and Investigations Podcast with your hosts, Paul and Carolyn. We are a ghost hunting group that investigates the Palmetto State. The South Carolina Paranormal Research Investigation Podcast. Carolyn, how's your week been? Mine's been really crazy. Been hot as Hades here in Arizona. (laughs) It's been warm here, too. Currently, right now, it's raining. It's been crazy. And it's been a crazy week in the world, too, when, you know, with the Notre Dame catching on fire and everything. I know. That is insane. That's what they get for removing them gargoyles. That yeah. are, they're protecting it. I, yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I actually, like, went and looked it up to make sure that that was, like, a legit thing that the gargoyles were removed today. And sure enough, they were removed last week. And it was, the article I read didn't have, like, there wasn't any conspiracy, like, about it, but it was just, like, they were so glad. It was, like, something they mentioned about they were happy the gargoyles got removed so they didn't get burned. And I was like, yeah, but the gargoyles were there to protect the church, especially from, like, evil spirits and stuff. Ka-winky-dink? I think not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just thought that really weird. Uh, and we do want to uh-huh. just... We also have a, a member that had to leave this week, and uh, I don't really want to put too much of her personal business out there on the air, but I know she does listen to us. So I just want to say, Michelle, good luck with everything that's going on. And if the time ever comes, you know, the door is open for you to come back and join us again. Absolutely. You do what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, Michelle is one of the most sweetest people I've ever met. And if you're listening and she's ever been on, uh, to your house in one of your cases, I believe everybody would agree when I say that she is one of the sweetest people. Absolutely. So for tonight we have Will and Jeffro. They are former clients of ours. Um, they're also now honorary members because uh, we've just become really good friends with them, and they've actually given us a lot of items to sell. So if you've ever bought anything from one of our yard sales, it's more than likely to have come from Will and some of the stuff that they bought doing auctions that they didn't want. Um, so Will, <laughs> Will, why don't you tell, Will and Jeffrey, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves and, um, how you, how you contacted us and ended up in Chester and all that. Oh, that's quite a lot to tell you. Give me the bridge version. <laughs> okay. Well, we moved to Chester about three and a half years ago and we didn't know anybody here. We just saw this house online and fell in love with it. Um, I fell in love with it. Jeffro was not so much in love with it because the house was in horrendous condition. But we ended up buying the house, and over time we were here, we had been having some peculiar things happening in the house that was kind of unexplainable. So um, Jeffro and I weren't talking about it, and so... I didn't want to scare him, and he didn't want to scare me. So finally, one day, we sat down and talked about it. It turned out we had been seeing a lot of the same things. Uh, We'd been seeing shadow people, and things had been moving around the house and stuff. And So before calling a therapist, we decided to call the Paranormal Association here, South Carolina um, Paranormal, and that's how we got in touch with you guys. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, what were some th- stuff that you were seeing around your houses besides the shadow man? That re the one thing that made you say, "Okay, I've had enough. I'm calling someone." What was? Well, I wouldn't say that it was actually one certain thing that made us give you guys a call. It was a conglomeration of a lot of small things happening. 
Um, but one thing in particular sticks out in my mind. I was working out in the front yard, and I saw Jeff Road looking out the music room window, and I motioned for him to come out, and he just stood there looking at me. And so finally I got frustrated after a minute or so and come in the house. He wasn't even in the house. He was all the way out in the backyard. That kind of blew my mind. Um, but we've had a lot of things that have moved around the house. And, of course, we have a lot of clocks. And the ghosts love messing with our clocks on nearly a daily basis. Yeah, because you were just telling me now that they're stopping the time at 9.55 now. Well, we had three of them stop at, yes, 5 till 10. Um, and now they're not doing that anymore. That just happened one night. But we had three clocks stop on the same time. Um, they used to like to do it by the twos. Um, they would mess with two clocks next to each other. They would move them either forward or backward. Two hours. Hmm. Yeah, they still do that from time to time. But they like to do different things. And it's things most people wouldn't really notice if you didn't live here. <laughs> yeah. Cause I probably I probably wouldn't notice, but now you and they don't do it a whole lot when we come around though. They like Carolyn. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes they do. I've had I've had quite a bit of experience when I was there. Mm. Did you hear like a bang or something? Yeah, I ha was staying at their house one night, and I was up in you know what they call the Sunday room, and I was up there watching TV, just laying down. And I must have fallen asleep because I heard this loud, big crash, like, right behind my head as if something fell. So I get up looking around, and there is nothing that had fell, nothing that would have fell. Everything was just like it was. And I'm saying this thing was loud when it happened. And I'm surprised it didn't wake up Will and Jeff Rode to come up and say, is everything okay? Because hey, it was loud. Like <laughs> we we literally hear things like that all the time just like we'll be down here in the living room and you'll hear what sounds like something stomp in the middle of the floor upstairs and you'll go mm -hmm. up there nothing that can make that noise <laughs> and whatever fell had to have been something very big and heavy and the only thing that they had up there they got little knickknacks and this big old um uh storage little thing and it was like okay whatever but not everything was where it was so i don't understand what could have made that noise and it was like i would i'd be lying if i saying i wasn't a little freaked out <laughs> oh yeah remember with the light down here <laughs> yes <laughs> yes that was a different night <laughs> yeah that was they like you <laughs> Yeah, but they like you. They tend to show out a little bit whenever you're around. Um, I believe you got your first EVP here as well. I did, I did. And that was before you had taken out what was the storage room. Now is James's room. You know, gotten the EVP in there. And that, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that room is just really, really a weird room. Um, it is. Uh, a lot of things happen in that room. I have never slept in that room, and I plan to. Um, we're getting ready to remodel the master the master bedroom downstairs, and when we do that, we're going to move upstairs temporarily. And <laughs> Jeff says, "No, we're not." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Yeah, where they used to have the funerals. That would be a great place." <laughs> right. Right. I know I've slept upstairs in James' room twice, and both times it was very restless sleep. Like, I, I, I never slept really good until, like, I probably didn't fall asleep until, like, after 4 in the morning. I'd toss and turn most of the time, or I'd, I'd fall asleep, but it wouldn't wouldn't be for very long, and I'd be up, and I'd be like, oh, wow, I just got 20, 20 minutes. I'm up again. Now, when we got in contact with you guys, I think we were really starting to question our sanity about whether this was all in our heads because it is an old house and you know I, i've got a good imagination so i try to keep that in check all the time but i think with calling you guys we just wanted validation 
that you know it wasn't just something going on or or over active imaginations and so you know calling you guys in was one of the best things we could have ever done because it really gave us peace of mind and since you guys have been in we've continued researching and we've had actually um three sensitives come to the house um people call them different things they call them psychic mediums or whatever sensitives or whatever you want to call them but and swannies (laughs) but actually (laughs) all three none of them knowing each other picked up on a 12 year old mulatto girl being here in the house and all three of them give us her name which is liz one one lady she got lib but i mean you can kind of give her that one (laughs) yeah right i think that's kind of amazing that three strangers was able to tell us about one spirit that's here in the house which is really weird because you know after seeing that picture that you sent us which looks like a little kid that's looking out your front window and to have them say that there's a kid in your house kind of you know validates that in a way Oh, it certainly does. And not to mention, too, um, we have a lot of prankster-type things going on in the house. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have things happen that just absolutely make no sense whatsoever. Yeah, she got got Jeff one day. Um, He had cooked dinner, and I was hanging out in the living room. He came to get me. And um, she actually loosened the pepper lid on the shaker that he had just been using and kind of spoiled his dinner. And Jeff cussed and raised hell and said, <laughs> stay out of my kitchen. And, and so no sooner than he had said that, we heard a giggling in the foyer. <laughs> and speaking of your kitchen, that's where you have that video of your cabinet door opening and shutting that you sent us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that was really wild. Seldom do we get things on camera, but when we do, they're usually good. Yeah. Oh, yes. Angie posted that to our Facebook, I believe, last week, too. So if anybody wants to go see that, you just need to scroll back about a week and you can find it. Oh, yeah. And y'all are welcome to post any videos from the house that I've sent y'all. We don't care. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember when the very first time that we had actually went to your house, we had just gotten, got there and everyone's still downstairs. And I hear the walking going from the Sunday room right across the hall to where, what you guys call grandma's room. And so I went around asking everybody, is anyone upstairs? And they're like, no, we're all down here because I just heard the walking going across. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of footstep noises in the house. We're getting kind of used to it. You know, I don't even pay too much attention to it as much anymore as I used to, of course. Um, And they've stopped turning the lights on in the middle of the night pretty much. And we've been raising cane about that for three years because they don't pay the electric bill. (laughs) Right. Well, speaking of the light, we have to go back to that story I said earlier where Jeff and will we're talking about you know they have this one light in their living room that at a certain time it would go off and you know it was like oh that's that's pretty cool well i happened to stay there that night and we were just sitting i was sitting there i'm playing my phone and we were just you know kind of relaxed and have a good night next thing you know the light goes off so i look <laughs> up and i look over at them and i'm like um what (laughs) we we didn't think anything about it we were just like yeah it'll come back on (laughs) yeah exactly and it did so that was kind of like all righty then okay but what's funny about it the continuance to that story um the very next morning after you left jeff went to open the blind at that window and the blind come crashing down and broke the top globe on that lamp now what's funny about it these are two inch tent plantation blinds and the screws go in behind the blind you put the bracket up and then the blind on top of it 
the screws had been completely removed, which is not really possible. <laughs> but when I rehung the shade, I put it up with the same screws and the same holes, and it's never come down again. Mm. So that was really, really peculiar. <laughs> well, one of my favorite things that has happened since uh, coming up there, I think it was the second time we went up there, y'all cooked dinner for us one evening. And uh, it, Robin was sitting in the chair across from me at dinner, and I could see the staircase, you know, in, uh, going upstairs behind her. But I'm just, I'm telling her a story. I can't even remember what I'm telling her. And I happened to see something go up the steps real quick, like feet. And at first I thought, you know, it could be the cats. So I was like, where are the cats? And and Jeffro was in the kitchen, you know, doing his thing, cooking. And he's like, they're both in here with me in the cat tree. So I was like, well, something just went upstairs and everybody's accounted for. So I don't know what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You'll see stuff like that happens very frequently. We figured out yeah. that we have a shadow person that avoids us. Mm -hmm. um, you can catch him on the security camera. I've caught him numerous times in the foyer, and he likes to hang out in our bedroom that's on the first floor as well. But you can see him. He just goes right past you. You'll be going to the kitchen. He'll go down the hall. You'll come out in the hall. He'll go out in the laundry room. But he certainly avoids us, and I guess I'm kind of glad about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even Melanie saw that thing, though, because she says she saw something come around the corner and go up the stairs, so she saw more of it than I did that night, but mm -hmm. that's that's one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen on an investigation, probably, that I can think of at the top of my head. It's really hard to catch them on camera. Mm -hmm. um, now, our old, our old security system, we could sit and watch orbs upstairs. It would look like it's snowing, but orbs are going in all different directions, up and down, sideways. You would hit record, and they would not record. Or you would record it and go back to look at it, and it wouldn't be there. And so it's, we've had numerous things. And since we switched over to hardwire cameras, um, we seldom ever catch anything on these cameras. Yeah. So that's very peculiar. Well, I was watching something or, or listening to something recently. I can't remember where it was, but they were like, ghosts know when the cameras come out and they don't come out. <laughs> and that's like, right. And most of the time, like when they got their personal experiences or this team does is like when they're putting the cameras up, that's when something happens. Well, you know, two of the videos that we got, the shadow person in the hall and the orb that's in the backyard, um, we got both of those within the first 24 hours of putting our cameras up. Mm. And so, yeah, I really do believe that. I think they're smart enough to know. But y'all remember the first night y'all come here and all the knocking noises that was coming from the attic? Yeah, yes. I remember that. Oh, uh, we were all up there in, that, in James' room and it was going from corner to corner in the house. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. A lot of tapping, and we went up there. They could still hear it, but we didn't hear it up there, so it was, like, very strange. And I've slept in that room and not heard it while I was sleeping in the room, so I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on in that room. The house has such a history, though, and we do know that that's the room where the woman was held hostage and mutilated. Yeah. Yes, and so. that happened in the late 60s or early 70s. Mm -hmm. um, and we've heard the story from different townspeople to where she died in one story. In another story, she didn't die. But I, I believe she died. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I don't, when they caught the guy, he had the girl's nipples in his wallet. Yeah, that's that's pretty gross. Yeah, it's pretty gross, but it's a true story that happened. So, yeah. you know, a lot of energies in the house, and I do believe in residual energies as well. Just mm. like the footsteps coming from upstairs, I think that's just something replaying over and over and over. Yeah. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about the history of the house, if you want, because uh, you, you've done a lot of research, and we found a little bit, but you found, you found a whole lot more. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that 
um, about what you have found and who owned the house and all that? Oh, certainly. Well, we don't exactly know when the house was built. My suspicions and other historians' suspicions are that the house was built around 1860. Um, the hardware in the house is what dictates that. But the house was built by Daniel Hall. Um, Daniel Hall owned two plantations in Chester and Fairfield County. Um, the, che the plantation that was south of Chester was 6,000 acres, and uh, it covered part of Chester and Fairfield County. The other plantation was six miles outside of Chester, and we suspect that this house was the Hall's uh, townhome since the cotton gin was located right down the, just a block away down the street on Hinton Street. Um, this would have been their townhome. Um, after William Hall died, I'm sorry, Daniel Hall, his son William Hall inherited the house and he lived here with his wife. And so I would assume that since the Civil War come and went in that time, that Daniel probably had lost his, his plantations by then and was living here with William Hall since he did pay the taxes here in 1870. Um, but so we know the house was here in 1870, but when we bought the house, we were told that the house was built in 1900. What in the world is that? <laughs> it was me by accident. <laughs> Are you hungry? No. <laughs> <laughs> but say, um, but the house is the house has gone through a lot of really really rough times. After William Hall died, uh, the house was sold in 1913 to the Lee family. The Lee family lived here for about the next 60, 50 or 60 years. The house went through a multitude of owners after that. It was converted into three apartments at one time. Um, it was also known as the party house here in Chester. And it was pretty slummy when we bought the house. Of course, there was a gang of rednecks living here, and we had to have them move um, and clean up all their nastiness and filth. Um, but once we got that, now the house is nice and livable, and it's always been very, very comfortable. It's not a house to be scared of. It's really a comfortable place. We just have a few little odd spirits. <laughs> Jeffro gets touched from time to time here in the house. Fortunately, I don't. <laughs> but it does happen to him uh, rather frequently. He's a little bit more perceptive than I am. Mm-hmm. See, I don't talk to them. <laughs> Unless they're messing with your dinner, right? <laughs> Unless they're messing with the kitchen. Kitchen's <laughs> off the limit. But yeah, y'all's house is, uh, is a beautiful, beautiful house. And uh, it, it's like a second home almost for the team, honestly, really. It's like our unofficial headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine oh, with us, yeah. <laughs> Love having y'all here. Yeah, y'all definitely become family. That's for sure. I just wish our spooks would show out more whenever y'all come because, boy, they love. Maybe I ought to try coming one at a time because, buddy, they do show out for Carolyn. They sure enough do. You have to bring Carolyn so that's cut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, Darlene, um, she's been here three times, I believe. And the first time she had quite a few experiences, and then the next couple times nothing happened for her at all. Yeah, it's always, it's always touch and go. It's all. It's usually like that in general too. At certain places, it's like, but at your at, at y'all's place, we usually get at least one or two things every time we come. At least, yes. It might be just like one really little creepy on it. <laughs> well, that's like that. Uh, I think it was the first time or the second time we came. I believe it was the second time. Uh, we uh, actually got William Hall through the spirit box. So that was that was really cool, I thought. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I, I have that on. Uh, I don't know if that made it. I got a new computer, so I may have lost that. But uh, I had that at one time. I still got a copy of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I probably have a copy somewhere buried deep into the abyss of my emails because uh, I keep all team emails. I don't get rid of any of them. Right. And it, that does come in handy when you have to go dig looking for something who uh, somebody asked for something. So you know I'll our, have it. You know our ghosts were cut up when Will cuts into the wall. And they're getting ready to cut up because we're getting ready to start on our bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time we do remodeling, they go a little haywire. Break that and stuff. Yeah. We, they went through a period where they wanted to break things. They haven't broken anything in a very long time, and I'm thankful of that. Um, but we have had things broken around the house. Now, we didn't enjoy that too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like that at all. Um, the crystal vase getting broken in the uh, dining room was the one of the scariest things. The lamp mm -hmm. in the other week was the worst thing. Yeah, and we had another lamp get broken. And yeah, that wasn't too long ago now, I think about it. Um, we had an 1865 kerosene lamp get broken. Uh, the drapes just come off the wall. Um, and fell against the lamp and broke it. I was kind of heartbroken about that. I've tried not to think about it. They were screwed in. Also. Did you did you give us that lamp to sell the rest of it that didn't break? Nope. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh -uh, okay. That was one that I had. Okay, because someone actually bought like half a lamp. <laughs> we sold it. Right. And so I was like, hey, you want to go ahead? Well, you know, they'll put a, a globe on it, so it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we made a little bit off of it. But, yeah. That's good. I'm glad you did. But, you know, y'all are welcome to come anytime because I'd love for you to be able to get more evidence. And we'd love to have people come and stay and experience the house because it definitely is a cool house to hang out in. Yeah. I know Brandy uh, definitely wants to come up. Uh, one of our newbies wants to come up and, and check it out. Well, they're welcome to anytime. Um, just, you know, you can't really expect anything. Just like whenever we had our guest come from Arizona to stay with us, and she had planned on staying with us a year, she made it six weeks because the spirits in the house did not like her. Um, mm -hmm. I think what it is, it's not that she's a bad person or anything, she was going through a divorce and she carried a lot of negativity into the house. And so they literally would not let her sleep. Um, and she was drinking half a bottle of NyQuil to try to sleep in here at night. Wow. Yeah, That's a lot of night. She was scared to get up and go to the bathroom at night. She said something got in bed with her one night. I mean, it was pitiful. Um, I got a laugh about it, though, because she was a little on the excitable side anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I know it was just the negativity that she had is the reason they reacted the way they did, because they certainly don't react that way to Jeff and I. Mm. You know, but we're also not afraid of them either. Mm. I think the only thing that's ever scared me in your house was one time... Uh, I think you'd already gone to bed. You may have, you may have missed this, but I think Carolyn was there. I, I went upstairs to to get the rim pot or something. And got to the top of the got to the top of the stairs and turned, and Spencer was sitting on the other end oh, of the yeah. banister staring at me. <laughs> and I I said a, uh, I know I said a couple of curse words, and I just heard everybody downstairs <laughs> laughing. And there I came back down. They're like, "Okay, what was it that scared you?" I was like, "The freaking cat." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I remember that that was funny but i scared him just as much as he scared me because he ran off when i i started cussing and i went in there got the rim pod and came back down so everybody <laughs> knew it must have not have been too bad of something to scare me <laughs> come down and oh, Car carolyn's laughing she's like what what was it i was like spencer <laughs> oh yes yeah, real good that every once in a while but you know I do everything I can to make sure that it's not Spencer that's that's making the noises that we hear and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, like whenever we first moved into the house, we had a motion light upstairs, and you could see it through the banister from downstairs. Um, I got up in the middle of the night one night and was sitting out in the living room, and coming down the hall, 
that motion light come on and I saw the shadow of legs walking against the wall and that run a little chill through my spine. You know, that was a little, mm. a little unnerving. Um, but I thought I was tired and I tried to blame it on the cat, but the cat's legs aren't quite that long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get up during the night. <laughs> <laughs> if it does, he's right back to bed. So <laughs> yeah. Then you have that. You have a video somewhere I, I remember seeing of of Jeff Rowe playing the the organ, and then you hear like the laughter in the background. Very. Uh, that was our friend from Arizona that actually made that video. The first night she was here, she was making a video. Jeff played the organ for her. Since Jeff's a professional organist. And we have a, a church size organ in the house. And so he was playing the organ for Vanessa that night. And she was walking through the house making a video while the music was playing. And in the background of the music, you can hear somebody just do this. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and it was just really freaky. Um, and I have heard people whistling or humming while he's playing the organ but they're not whistling or humming to what he's playing <laughs> and the organ doesn't have the capability of doing that you know? yeah no, no, and no. i always hear it coming from the dining room when i'll be in the living room and of course jeffrey has his own music room so <laughs> that's a little strange too yeah a lot of things, you know, it's it's all the little things that add up to unexplainable. Um, it's just like my tape measure that disappeared. It disappeared practically before my eyes while I was using it. Laid it down and turned around and it was gone, never to be found again. Um, it did show up one time about a week later and then it was gone again the next week. And I know it didn't leave the house and I think it's probably in this house somewhere but where it's not anywhere that i put it <laughs> probably in the last place you would even think it would be well i know that it's nowhere that we can find it that would be a normal place yeah i expect to go up in the attic and find it which i've never carried it up there mm. yeah no um, i expect to find it in a fireplace or something crazy like that but no, it's nowhere. We've searched everywhere. No, it's it's not here. <laughs> yeah. Not in a normal area. <laughs> With all your reconstruction, you'd have been able to find it by now anyways. Oh, absolutely. I, I've had to go by others, and, you know, that's it's, it's a big deal whenever you work with tape measure all the time. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we the house, and it's not anything spirits, or you want to say if it's a girl like what you see on TV. It's not like that whatsoever. We could we could be scared, or we could just. And I believe that they're just people's energies that are here in the house. And I'll see it as kind of a gift that they want to show themselves to us and let us know that they're here. Mm -hmm. We enjoy it. I mean, it's, it's, I would miss them if they weren't here. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, I don't feel like you have anything really to worry about with what's going on in your home either. It, no, there's, there's no negative energies in here that, that, shows itself frequently anyway um we have something in here that's kind of scary from time to time but he doesn't come around very often and i'm glad of that well chester in general if anybody's ne ever been never been to chester like the first impression i had coming through chester was chester is old there's a lot of old things in chester a lot of old houses a lot mm -hmm. of old buildings and i was just like Stuff could be everywhere in Chester, and you've you've taken us around to some interesting places uh, in Chester, and and you're one of the reasons why we got into the the jail in Chester before is uh, through a connection through you with Liz at the Historical Society, 
So it's just like a lot of history. And like every time I go to Chester, I learn something new about Chester. It's got a very, very interesting history. A lot of things happened here. Um, all things around here, all, all roads lead to Chester. That Chester had the only operational, and so a lot of refugees from South Carolina migrated into Chester since it was the only railroad left up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up with so many people here that died injured people coming to the hospitals a lot of the old houses were converted to military hospitals at civil war time so you can just imagine all the suffering chester's been through and it was pretty well untouched by the civil war yeah lucked out they because i think sherman the end goal was like columbia and charleston so he kind of like you know that's where he really wanted to get was charleston but had to turn back at the last minute he chickened out. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably. I know they uh they wanted the there was a battle that was coming, so they wanted him up there for that, so they called him back. Yeah, well, whatever his reasons, Chester was untouched and uh it's really interesting to be here and see the old houses, especially the the pre Civil War houses. Um, they're so, so in really good condition, amazingly. But Chester does have its downsides like any other small town does. Um, a lot of the older houses have not been taken care of well, and we need more people to come into town that's willing to take on the project just like our house. Yeah, definitely. Because if it doesn't, you're going to... Chester's going to lose that history. Even like the downtown area, there's some buildings there sitting there empty. Someone needs to come in and, you know, and spruce them up a little bit and bring some life back into it. Well, there's a lot of projects that are going on. They're trying to revitalize the city, and I hope, I wish them the best of luck in doing it. I know we do all we can just keeping this house up. Uh, old house is a love to have, but it's an ongoing project that never ends. Yeah, totally. And y'all, y'all still have a, a ways to go in your home, but you've, get, from what we see, you know, you you do great work, and I know you do a lot of work on other houses in the area too. So you've That's come a long way. Do it. <laughs> We've got six months to finish our next uh, project. Wow. Yes. Your next project is the master bedroom. Well, we're actually looking to finish the master bedroom, the kitchen, and the laundry room, and we may be selling the house, and um, we found another house that we really, really like. That's not the one that you shared online, is it? Yes, it is. (laughs) We've we've already had this discussion. You're not allowed to leave the state lines. (laughs) Well, well, we're right on the, we'll be on the state line with a swimming pool. Mm Mm-hmm. With a big old swimming pool with that. Okay, you might can persuade me with the swimming pool. Pool party! <laughs> you, pool party at the new barn! <laughs> you know, I, tell you, I, tell you, I, don't, I don't think I could bring myself to call that house a barn. It's a beautiful house, but I just wonder if our spooks will go with us. I mean, it's, you know, well, if they no. might be attached to some of that stuff that you have in the house, yes. Yeah. I do believe that we have carried things in buying from estate sales and stuff. Um, I strongly do believe that we've carried some stuff in. And who knows? Some things in this house could be with the clocks. Yeah. Yeah, Just go with us. Well, if y'all go, you get a hot tub to go with that pool, you definitely have me up and have my boat. It's already there. Uh, There's already a hot tub? Yes. yes okay, good. y'all can move, but I get to come whenever I want. <laughs> it's a four thousand square foot house, so you know it's it's just gorgeous. You probably won't even know I'm there. I'll be in the east wing. <laughs> we love our house, but the thing of it is, is we're still right in town. Uh, there's a school next door to our house. This house would be great for a family with kids. Uh, especially with there being a school next door. 
but we're really looking for something that's going to be more quiet with more land. Um, right. we, we want a garage. We want about an acre of land. And, you know, this house is just such a buy, it's hard to pass up. Yeah. Definitely. After all the work you guys put into it, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have chandeliers and boxes. You guys made it magazine ready. Well, y'all should just buy this house. Uh, <laughs> if I got the money, if I had the money, I would. And live in Chester. Mm. <laughs> oh, uh, I, like I said, there's a lot of interesting stuff in Chester, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I would live in Chester. Chester is so quiet. It's actually a very peaceful town. Um, we've really enjoyed the time we've had here in Chester. Um, and I would stay in Chester County if we could find the right property here. Mm -hmm. I really, really would. Um, but I would not live. I, we just don't want to have a house in town anymore. That's all. You just want to live out in the countryside. Yeah, we want to have a little bit of land. We want to be able to plant a garden if we want to, you know, and we don't want to hear cars driving by. Yeah. Right, right. You know, we don't want to hear, and we don't want to hear the train, and we don't want to hear the school bell. <laughs> right. You know, they've been out for a full week, and the bell still rings on schedule. And then when they're having their little functions, they go ahead and they block you guys in and everything else. They never last for long, you know. It's not really bad, but. I've lived in a lot worse. I've lived in cities where I've had more problems than, than this. And especially with you being in Arizona right now. Really. Oh, God. <laughs> There's nothing here. Yeah, every time, she, every time she complains about the heat, I'm like, okay, well, when you're coming home. <laughs> Hopefully soon. I'm trying. <laughs> Yeah, I told you that. I told you that town you're in has a real nice Circle K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the next town over. Because I asked my son, I said, "Is that part of Casa Grande?" He's like, "No, that's the next town." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> right. That's because there's no trees. There are no trees. We have a nice light though. Is there's mountains in the background, so you have that scenery. You yeah. have the, but you can't touch them. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're just for looking at. Yeah, it's as though you know, when you when you kind of got the background on your computer screen. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> I, I think I actually have that background on my computer. <laughs> and it's that's nothing true. but dry. They gave us a little uh, snippets of, hey, it's going to rain. <laughs> yeah, right. No rain in sight. No. <laughs> they tease us with little we're, droplets. It's we're getting all rain. that rain right now that they told you you were going to get. <laughs> oh, my it's, God. No, it's not going to rain there in, for a couple more months. And then you'll yeah. have a season. Yeah, I just, I just learned about the monsoon season just a couple days ago. Yeah. Now, then... Then you'll see some water, but it only comes once a day. Right. I'm For like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, great. Now it's going to just be mud. That's too hilarious. Oh my gosh. Any day now, you can come back. <laughs> it's going to be like in the night, high 90s to hundreds. This this weekend and this coming week. Well, sooner it'll be hot and humid here, so we'll all be miserable. Oh, oh my God. Can we get up to 70 something today? Ooh, heat wave. <laughs> I think it was 80. Was it 80 yesterday? Oh, air conditions on already here. We had a gully washer right now, come to. Oh my gosh. I've been hearing you guys having some severe weather storms. Now that's really got to be kicking them up in there. Yep, it just went through a few minutes ago. Stop. 
Now, does it when it does it rain when it rains? Does it pick up the activity in your home or anything? Or have you noticed that? I've never noticed anything like that. As far as any kind of weather related, it doesn't matter if it's day or night. It doesn't matter if it's rain or shine. <laughs> Just yeah. like we have a shadow person that comes in the front door almost every day. And he will pause by the living room door, and then he takes off on down the hall. Mm -hmm. And so, no, nothing like that ever makes any difference. The only thing that makes a difference is possibly tearing down a wall or doing some kind of major painting job. Gotcha. And then they, they tend to be a little active. But I don't know, though. It's so unpredictable. You never know when things are going to happen around here. Um, things is when I think things are calming down, it'll pick right back up. Yeah. <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago, they came through the front door cutting up. I said, we'll learn home. <laughs> <laughs> they must have been on vacation. They had been out somewhere. They come through and something turned over, fell over. I said, we'll learn home. I do believe that they leave from time to time. Mm-hmm. Every- well, a while it'll be like they're not here like you can't feel their presence well if it's the halls maybe they go to their other home that they yeah, had a problem that's yeah that we've been told that by from someone else too that they think there's such a thing as traveling spirits yeah <clears throat> maybe they go out for maybe the ghosts go out for some spirits at the local bar but do yeah <laughs> yeah, my, that was my corny joke of the day. Keep your day job. <laughs> Unfortunately, going out looking for spook booty. <laughs> they get a guy offers on booty. <laughs> wow. You, I think you may have outcorned me there. <laughs> We try, we try. (laughs) But no, this house is just so unpredictable. I mean, you just never absolutely know when something's going to happen. It can happen in the middle of the day. We have had, we've gone to the store to get things just for a specific item. If we needed a light bulb for something, go to the store, come back to the house, set it on the table and it won't be there (laughs) oh my gosh we and you know you'll find it a couple hours later where you left it but it was not there before and Mm. we've had the the ghost hide jeff's wallet before they he always 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 leaves his wallet in two places in the house and he couldn't find his wallet, so we started searching. We searched. We searched for a couple hours. He went out and looked in the car, was looking in the driveway. We come back, and it was on the coffee table in the living room. We had already looked there. We had looked there separately. <laughs> oh, my. There it was under mail, which that makes no sense. I never take my wallet out of here. No. Crazy. No, he don't. He, his wallet's always in the bedroom if he takes it out of his pants. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just little things like that happen all the time. Um, and they, it's usually, they're going to let you know somehow that they, they're here. I think they're looking for recognition. Sometimes I think they're just being mischievous. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like if it is, oh, we just lost Will. So we had some technical difficulties and Will has been disconnected from us and we haven't been able to get him back on. So what we're going to do is in the future, we might try to have him back on, him and Jeffro back on and do a part two. So we appreciate you uh, listening to this episode. Uh, Just a few reminders we want to put out there is upcoming. We have the Lizard Man Festival at the Button King Museum in Bishopville, South Carolina. Uh, I will be there with a couple of other members, and we'll be selling our raffle tickets to come join us at the (laughs) Old Chester City Jail. 
Um, and you can pay cash if you don't want to do card there. If you do want to pay PayPal um, and buy your raffle tickets that way, you can do that at paypal.me slash scprai. Um, and it, for the, the tickets are a dollar a piece, and for every five that you buy, you get one free. So six, you get six tickets for five dollars. Um, hey. We also, oh, we just got Will back. <laughs> I'm sorry, my phone died. I had to go through and install this on Jeffro's phone. Oh, uh, yeah, and I don't know. Scott must have just sucked the life out of my phone. Yeah, it will. When we do the Chester City Jail, like the live, I know is going to zap my phone, so I'm going to have one of those pa- um, battery packs for there. And probably for St. Albans, too. Yeah, well, I mean, it, like, zapped my phone so bad it won't even power up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, we figured since we lost you, we were going to go ahead and wrap up, Will, and then we can have y'all on again in the future. Okay. So we were just wrapping up, so... uh we got the Lizard Man Festival coming up. Like I said, you can get the raffle tickets uh, uh, from me in person at cat with cash at the Lizard Man Festival. Uh, the, the tickets are a dollar a piece, and uh, if you buy five tickets, you get a sixth one for free. So every five tickets you buy, you get an, uh, another one for free. So we've had people buy $10 worth of tickets, so they got 12 tickets. If you would like to continue listening to this podcast, like if you found it on our website or something like that, we are located on... Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Spotify, um, and I feel like I'm missing one, but uh, try to get us on iHeartRadio. We are not there yet. Um, they're really slow, apparently, about approving places. If you'd like to request an investigation, you can do so on our website at www.scprai.org. Uh, we hope everybody had a happy Easter. This will probably come out after Easter, so we hope you had a happy Easter, and we'll uh, see you next week. Hopefully. Bye, Will and Jeffro. Yeah, thank y'all for coming on. Y'all, thank you. And and dealing with all our technical difficulties. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Bye. We will be having a part two. Yeah, we'll definitely do part two. Because you got plenty of stories we could tell. Definitely part two. Disclaimer. Any names and locations have been changed to protect our client's identity unless it's a public place that allows public investigations. Any evidence we talk about on our podcast, website, or presentation, SCPRAI has been given written permission to do so by the client. Thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.